Welcome to the Jacks Rangers Show, a New England Free Jacks fan podcast. And now, Rangers, here's your host, Phil Harris. Huzzah, Rangers. This is Phil Harris here at the Jacks Rangers Show. I am broadcasting from beautiful Manchester, New Hampshire, here at the Granite Outpost. Welcome to episode 56. We're calling this one New Blood, sticking with our spooky theme for the Halloween season here in October as we continue to ride along here in the offseason for our New England Free Jacks. In this episode, you will hear from Cole Keith, who is a newly acquired prop coming over from the Toronto Arrows, a part of our Canadian contingent that continues to grow at the Free Jacks. We are now Canada South officially. We'll enjoy talking to Cole Keith. If you remember a couple weeks back, Conspiracy Phil here figured out that Cole most likely would be ending up on the Free Jacks due to some uh, online detective work, some online sleuthing that came to fruition and just tickled me to death, to be honest. Very, very happy about that outcome. And then finally, we have newly signed prop Connor Young, who is born and raised in Australia, played a little bit in Scotland, but is Canadian eligible. Really enjoyed talking to Connor as well. Really excited for Canada South, as we're probably going to be known around the league here soon. Our Free Jacks are getting better uh, with domestic talent, which is uh, very encouraging. Before we hit the theme music, I wanted to remind everybody about Storm Along American Hard Cider, who is the primary sponsor of the Jacks Rangers show. You can find Storm Along Hard Cider in stores, bars, and restaurants across New England. Check out the locator on their website, stormalong.com, to find locations near you. If you don't have any locations near you to pick it up, you can always order it online using promo code TJRS for 10% off your first online order at their website, stormalong.com. Get their cider delivered right to your door or check out their locator to find locations where you can find Stormalong near you. Stormalong Cider, a Massachusetts-based craft hard cider company producing a wide range of ciders focused on apple quality and character. Without further ado, let's get right into the episode. Saddle up, let's ride into episode 56, New Blood. Kick that MF and mule, baby. Woo! Let's ride. Huzzah! Huzzah, Rangers! This is Phil Harris here at the Jacks Rangers Show. I am joined, as always, by my buddy Dave McVeigh. We have a very special guest this time around for a Storm Along unfiltered interview. People are going to say, Phil, as they're seeing this video, that's not an unfiltered. You are correct. Caitlin drank the last one, not realizing that I'd be using it in product placement today. So I wanted to show off the uh, Happy Holidays, which is out now for Storm Along. We have Cole Keith joining us, a newly acquired prop uh previously with toronto now with the free jacks cole how the hell are you i'm doing good doing good thanks for uh, having me on boys i'm excited to do it ah it's a, it's a pleasure to have you on I, you've been very gracious with your time let us uh hang out with you here for a little bit so let's talk about where you're from first and foremost uh yeah so i'm from new brunswick uh okay. which kind of borders maine about yep. seven hours away from boston yeah. <laughs> yeah uh so kind of grew up there um i spent my whole life here really until i kind of moved away uh, for rugby after high school but uh the first 18 19 years of my life was spent here so very very I, familiar with the northeast 
Very good. Yes, it's just right across the border there in Maine. I've never been, but I always look at a map. I'm like, I should just go there for a weekend vacation. But then you realize, as you're saying, it's like seven hours away. It's not exactly, yeah. you know, like a, a hop, skip and a jump away. It's 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 really out there. But uh, I would love to come. I, it's very beautiful in that uh, that area there of the country in Canada. I, I'm a Canada fan, except for Quebec. Not a huge fan of uh, Quebec, but otherwise, yeah. love Nobody it. Nobody really it's, is in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we hear at least. Um, what is your order? Yes, yes. Florida of Canada. Yes. Yes. Florida that's, of a, Canada. that's a great way to put wow. it, actually. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, what is your origin story with rugby and how did you find rugby? Um, yeah, it was just kind of a, it was another sport to play, I guess, uh, in high school and stuff. Uh, it was actually offered in middle school for me as well for a couple of years and then had nice. a little break because it went away. Mm-hmm. Rugby coach moved away, went to a different school, so we didn't have it for a year or two. Um, but then, yeah, picked it back up in high school. And, uh, yeah, it was just something I, I found an interest in and, and kind of just went along with it. So, Did you play any hockey there in New Brunswick? Yeah, I played hockey my whole life. That's <laughs> That was always the number one. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just obviously the physicality of rugby kind of coincides with hockey. So that was probably what drew me to it. So Very what, good. What's your NHL team? Uh, the Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Could be worse. Could be worse Could as be a Boston worse. fan. Yep. Could yep. be the Canadians. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We don't like them around here. Yeah. No, Years ago, the, the worst. Yeah. I arbitrarily picked the Winnipeg Jets as my NHL. I was like, <laughs> didn't really have a team I was big on. And I was like, yeah. who could use a fan? Winnipeg. <laughs> Winnipeg yep. needs everybody they can get. I'll root for the Jets. Yeah. Right on. I, I, I'm looking at my closet right now. I've got two Bruins jerseys. I'm super excited for um, the start of the season. Um, going to be going to the, uh, the season opener, actually, home opener for the Providence Bruins, which is the AHL equivalent of the, the Boston Bruins. So, yeah, it should be a good time. Um, we were able to deduct that you're going to be a free jack a couple months back, it seems, at this point, through some online detective work from Conspiracy Field, that's me, uh, with uh, with a source, actually, that informed us that it only got done about a week ago, the actual deal. That could be incorrect. I'm not sure. But uh, what are you? What was going through your mind when you heard that you were traded to New England? Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a weird process how it all works. Uh, a lot of gray areas in this league. Um, so, I mean, a lot of people don't. I mean, it's kind of tough to tell, but um, what the actual rules are. But um, I was pretty confident back in July that uh, New England was going to be my home for this year. Um, just kind of everything I've heard. I've obviously spoken to Josh Larson a lot and and a few other people who spent time at the club last year. And there was, you know, nothing but, you know, positive and good things to say mm-hmm. uh, about the organization as a whole and, you know, the professionalism in it and stuff like that. So that and kind of close to uh, my home as well. It was uh, pretty much a no-brainer for me to want to uh, to come down here. My next question was going to be, why is New England so appealing to Canadian players? Is it really just a lot of recruitment from our captain, Josh Larson? Is it, like the NBA does this, I think. It's like they, they recruit <laughs> yeah, guys that are yeah. on other teams to come in and say, oh, it's awesome here, yada, yada. Is that really what's going on behind the scenes? Um, I mean, yeah, obviously we all speak with each other um, mm-hmm. just to kind of see how things go at different clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's probably, it has a part to it. Um, but I think it just is a, a huge compliment to the club in itself and the ownership and the management, um, kind of how, how highly people speak of the club and stuff and, and everything mm-hmm. like that. And guys see what they have down here, hear how, you know, things are run and it's, uh, you know, it's kind of a, I don't want to say like a no brainer for people to come there, but, um, 
it definitely is appealing to other players. So I'd say that's definitely kind of a, it all kind of mashes together to one. So for sure. I mean, it's great yeah. to hear because we, you know, rave about the organization. We know that it's fantastic. So it's, it's awesome yeah. that the uh, players other than free Jacks are, are understanding that as well and, and getting that information from our players. That's very cool to hear. Um, New England is developing into Canada South with all the Canadian players in the squad. Have you heard from these guys uh, like Foster, you know, uh, Q, who was your teammate? Um, how excited are you to link up with them? Yeah, really excited. Obviously, no uh, Q really well, no Fozzy really well as well. Mm -hmm. uh, with the Canadian stuff, he was uh, on a lot of the, the tours last year. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just super excited to get in there and, and play with them. But, I mean... It, everybody as well um you know just getting to know all the new the new faces and the new guys and, and meshing in with them and uh just can't can't even express how excited i am for this year coming up so that's awesome um you know with that theme of canada south being new england now i just want to help the rangers out there uh we're going to play a little game to learn more about our friends to the north in canada so this is what we call canada facts we did this with uh stan the man vandenhoven with uh, um uh, the Netherlands, but we're going to do a Canadian version here. Dave, since you're on the line, I'm going to let you answer this uh, first, and then I'm going to let Cole answer, and then oh, I'll give wow. the right answer, okay? Just so we can have a good... Uh, um, this is... Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is going to be embarrassing. This is gonna be fun. <laughs> I don't know about that. You know, we don't call you Big Brain Dave for nothing, so I think you might have some of these uh, correct here. Okay, so the first one is, how many time zones does Canada have? Uh, I'm going to go with five. Cole? I think it's five as well. Both of you are wrong. It is six. Very close, <sighs> though. Yeah, six time zones. How about that? Uh, the next one is, what controversial version of this famous food was invented in Canada, but everyone thinks it was invented somewhere else? So I'll give you a little bit of a hint. It's an additive to this uh, oh. type of food. Pineapple on pizza. That's okay. my guess. Cole? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's Hawaiian pizza. Amazingly enough, invented in Canada, but attributed to Hawaii. How about that? So we're uh, one of two here for both of our players. The next one is how many provinces are in Canada? I think Cole has probably has the edge on this. Dave? Eight. Cole? 10. He's right. It is 10. Okay. Right. We've got two more questions here. These are now true or false. True or false. The Canadian injection, eh, or eh, eh, uh, was actually listed or is actually listed in the Canadian Oxford Dictionary as a valid word. True or false? I say true. Yeah. Linguists love that stuff. Cole? False. It is, in fact, true. Dave gets oh. the point there. Wow. Final one, guys, in the Canadian facts here. Uh, true or false, the Guinness World Record for the largest lobster ever caught was caught off the coast of Nova Scotia. True or false? I'd say true. This is the kind of thing that would drive Americans crazy. This is, I, bet, I bet there's lobster fishermen all over Maine that could tell you this is true. <laughs> See, I think it might be false because I think it might have been New Brunswick because in Shediac there's this massive sculpture of a lobster. So I don't know. But I don't know if yeah. they're just claiming that or what's going on there, but I'm gonna go false just because I got a rep New Brunswick here. 
So uh, Dave gets the final point. Is it in fact true? Um, Now, interestingly enough, there are claims from the state of Maine, of course, that there is, um, you you know, a a lobster that was like 50 pounds, but (laughs) it wasn't verified by the Guinness Book of World Records. The verified one is caught off the coast of um, Nova Scotia there. So. Yeah, um, just hope our uh, fans, uh, the Rangers out there, appreciate our Canadian facts segment here. Now, now they know a little bit more about uh, Canada, and uh, they can say that to all the players that they uh, that they interact with uh, in the upcoming season. So, uh, speaking of that fan interaction, what was your impression of Fort Quincy and Free Jacks fans? Um, yeah, obviously the fans were awesome. I mean, we played there, and it was, you know minus five celsius i don't know if that would be in fahrenheit um right and it was snowing and it was yep. just a miserable day um but yeah it definitely kind of stuck out to me that you know the the new england fans they're they're in it through the thick and thin so hell yeah uh, the, the stands were still pretty packed even going into that second half and uh mm-hmm. it's just awesome to see that the the community and stuff gets behind the team so well Absolutely. yeah that's one of the things that we pride ourselves on is being very passionate fans in the New England area. Um, what were your conversations with general manager Tom Kindly and head coach Scott Matthew like? Have you spoken with them extensively at this point? Um, yeah, I've spoken with Tom quite a bit. Um, haven't mm-hmm. really had too big of conversations with Scott yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I've spoken with Tom quite a bit um, over the past, especially the past few weeks. Um just kind of about the the setup and, and things kind of what piece, you know, the moving pieces and parts and stuff to what's kind of going to the landscape for the season is going to look like. And uh, yeah, it's been good. Gets, uh, I get really excited every time I talk about it. So it's been very positive chats. Very good. Our buddy, Chris Lind, AKA Bozo, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you're the only Maritimer on the squad. Hashtag Maritime Mafia. Is that correct? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. The The Maritimes are just the three Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, and PEI. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, and I don't know. if I, I'm pretty sure I probably am. So that's, uh, that's yeah, I think so. get that, that Maritime Mafia chant going on here. Love that. Oh, Hell yeah. yeah. And that, that's a sign if I've ever seen one right there. Yeah. I mean. yeah. <laughs> Doing okay. our work for us, really. Exactly. Nice yeah, that's, appreciate that, Bozo. Um, so October is spooky season, and it got me thinking. Uh, we've been using the X-Files theme for our social media stories that have you in them. Have you ever had any paranormal experiences with like ghosts, aliens, UFOs, anything like that? No, I don't think so. Not uh, even Bigfoot up there in New Brunswick, huh? No. Would you running around? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I've never, uh, I'm not too interested in that stuff. So I don't know. I, I don't really pay much attention to it, but I don't think I've had any run-ins or experiences with it so far. All right. Thankfully, uh, thankfully. Maybe when you get down to haunted New England, that might change. When <laughs> yeah. You never know. Uh, which horror villain would you rather have to tackle? Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, or Freddy Krueger? Uh, probably Michael Myers. He, like, he's yeah. Slender. Yeah, just slightly. He is tall, though. So, yeah, he's uh, tall, but that, yeah. that's easy. Yeah, those tall guys go down. Right? You get, yeah. get right underneath him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Dave, what, what did you pick last time? I, I, I picked Mike Myers too. I said yeah, okay. I, I I thought he might be a little bit soft, and I said he always takes a while to get up. <laughs> so you know, if you can get him on the deck, you got you're playing right. up a man for a little while. Fair enough. Uh, favorite Halloween costume you've ever worn, Cole? Um, 
is this PG rated or what are we talking here? <laughs> hey man, this is X rated. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty uh, <laughs> we're pretty open. Oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I gotta think. <laughs> I, uh, it's been a while, really, since I've been dressed up. We we're usually way on trips and tours and stuff with Canada, and we're not usually home yeah. for it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't really think of one off the top of my head. Dave, do you have one? I don't think you've answered this yet. No, <clears throat> I'm trying to think. I I I was a pretty low effort Halloween <laughs> costume kid. <clears throat> I'd say my. I mean, I was very motivated, but it was just candy. I like. I need. Right. I need a mask and a prop. Right, yes. and then I'm good to go. So I did. I I had like a scream mask, you know. Okay. Yep. That I wore for several years because I could just like put that on, and then like that's your costume. You're good. You get a couple pillowcases full of candy that way. That's how you end up in the front row. Uh, for me, you know, I've said this in previous episodes. It's Michael Myers. It's just like I am the Michael Myers of my old neighborhood in my hometown. You know, so it's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, but I will say another one that I really, really enjoyed doing with Caitlin and I. She was actually dressed up as um, Walter uh, from The Big Lebowski, and I was the dude, which it was fantastic. It was such That's a blast um, to be the dude for Halloween. Uh, this, really got uh, into character for that. This yeah. year, my daughter is gonna, <clears throat> my five-year-old. Is gonna go as a very tall baby, so she's gonna be on my shoulders <laughs> with like a chef's coat. She's gonna be a very tall chef, I love and I'm that. just gonna like give her a shoulder ride the whole time with like an apron in front of me. So she'll be you know six and a half foot tall, five year old. That's awesome. Good times right there. That's gonna be fun. Um, let's talk about best and worst Halloween candy. What do you got, Cole? All right, the worst is those little candy corns. Those okay. things yep. are terrible. Controversial take. I know both are going to be mad as hell those. about this. Yeah. Yep. No, no one is neutral about candy corn. No, um, no. Nobody's on the fence. They're the worst. Um, <laughs> and the best, I don't know if they, uh, I don't know if this is in America. I don't think they have these in America, but like the little mini coffee crisp chocolate bars. I don't think those are an American thing. I think you can only get those in Canada. But that sounds good, though. It does sound chocolate pretty good. Bar. It's like a wafer with a little coffee tint covered in chocolate. Like, it is amazing. I would give that right. a go, for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's probably, yeah. those are probably my favorite. Those You get, the, like, the little mini ones and the little, uh, like, the, the small size ones. And she's mm -hmm. putting 20 of them down is never Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tell you, for me, back in the day, it was the mini um, Snicker bars. Oh, yeah. the best. Yeah. The best. Yeah. Um, what else we got here? Da, 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 da. Okay. Um, favorite scary movie? Um, probably just the original Halloween. Oh, hell yeah. Now that's you're speaking my like, language, my brother. That's going to yes. be like the best one ever. It's the best. Yeah. Uh, for me, it, you know, if you do, and I say this to my friends all the time, you take one and two, Halloween one and two, and then H2O, if those are the only ones that you watch, you are all set, man. Like, because yeah. they are just yeah. A pluses. Now, it gets off the rails for sure in like four, five, and six. Those are garbaggio. But uh, yeah, uh, that's also my favorite one. Yeah. David, did you answer this one in the last I don't episode? think I, I don't think that I have. Definitely Evil Dead 2 for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, like, one is cool, but it's literally a student film. Yes. And two is like, they remade one, but with a budget after yes. they finished, after Raimi finished film school, right? Yep. So yep. you don't really need to watch both of them unless you're really curious. So Evil Dead 2, for sure. I love all that weird Lovecrafty stuff. And then I really love the pivot from like grim horror and Evil Dead 2 
to then Army of Darkness is just like comedy. They were like, wait, Bruce it's, Campbell is funny so as hell. Campy, we got to yeah. give him one-liners the whole movie. For sure. Yep, yep, absolutely. You were mentioning the Scream mask earlier. I went back, I want to say it was less than a year ago, and watched the original Scream. Dude, that's a good movie. It's a tight um, movie. It's really, really good. It's and I always really loved good. the detail that at the beginning of the movie where she uh, – breaks the glass and hits him with the phone that actually happened on set she like accidentally <laughs> hit him and the, yeah, the yeah, tape yeah. he screams like mad i think he swears at her you know and yeah. it's that was that was real they were like no we're keeping the take that was <laughs> that was exactly what we want and it's very much an homage to the original you know slasher films that came out back in the day like yeah. halloween so um yeah just really enjoy that one but uh I, that's it for me for at least for now i'll let dave take over here yeah, absolutely. I have a few more rugby questions of boring stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, you now, Cole, you have several years experience uh, as a Canadian international. You debuted against Chile in 2017. Also, Regan O'Gorman's debut. Free Jack fans will be interested yeah. to hear. Um, and you're still trucking along. So 23 caps. How has the team changed in that time tactically and in particular your role as a prop on the team? Um. Yeah, obviously, I think this will be my sixth year or so now, fifth or sixth year. Um, so it's definitely kind of been a bit of a translation or sorry, a transition being kind of that new young guy who just, you know, does what he's told and that's about it and yep. tries not to get in trouble um, to, you know, kind of being, I guess, you know, one of the more experienced guys. I mean, definitely not as, like one of the you know most experienced, but uh, yeah, it's definitely been... Um, kind of it's been fun in a way and i guess enjoyable enjoyable as well um kind of being that you know almost guy who's been there for a little bit longer and can kind of give a lending hand to those younger guys coming in if they have questions about things and just kind of how to kind of manage it and get through it because it can be a bit of a grind uh definitely you know a couple weeks of training camp in a row that can kind of get at you a little bit so uh yeah just kind of being able to you know lend you know, some advice and kind of the things I've gone through with it to those other guys coming in. Yeah. Com compared to like major league rugby, which is also intense, is the difference um, physical or is it more in terms of like information and how quickly you have to get caught up on game plan and roles and, and things like that? Um, yeah, it's probably both. I mean, it's definitely when you get up to that international level, the, you know, the physicality definitely gets toned up a notch. Um, just, you know, you're playing against the best in the world instead of the best in, you know, the continent type thing. Yeah. Um, but then also, yeah, I mean, usually we're only in camp for a couple weeks at a time. Um, it's very, you know, high paced um, and, you know, fat. You got to learn fast in those situations because, I mean, if you get two weeks, you know, that's only, you know, six or seven training sessions to prepare yourself for a test match. Um, right. So, yeah, it's definitely a lot of information. you got to be able to onboard that pretty quickly. So um, probably a mixture of both, I would say. Excellent. Um, you've transitioned from tight head to loose head. You now play both. Uh, so for, for our fans and listeners who are learning those differences, can you talk a little bit about the difference between tight and loose head within the framework of, like, if – if you stand up after a scrum and you like crushed it, right? You're standing up and you have that feeling like I just own that scrum as a prop. How is that different if you're a tight head and a loose head? Like what did you do in that scrum or what's the outcome that probably that you're like proud of afterwards? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much the same feeling in that way. You know, you're usually yelling at the guy across from him, saying some <laughs> choice words to him. Um, but, uh, I mean, just technically, they're different. Um, you know, obviously, there's two guys going against you. It's that one yeah. uh, tight head side obviously has the, the guys coming from both angles. Um, but, but, yeah, I mean, that's probably the, the major difference, um, along with some small technical things that I don't really think anybody would want to get into because yeah. it's pretty boring. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, that's 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 the main the main thing. I'm always impressed by guys who play both because I play tight head and I cannot play loose head to save my life. <laughs> I had to like three weeks ago in a match because we just yeah. did not have one, and I was like, all right, I'm not gonna get hurt, but I'm not I'm like I'm not gonna impress anybody. Yeah. Like it's uh, safe, but it's not effective. There was definitely some growing pains on my end too when I made the the transition over, but uh, yeah. yeah, I feel a lot more confident and comfortable at it now. Yeah, I love I love the feeling at tight of just being locked in and driving. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you're not you're not going anywhere. It's almost like being on a sled. You know, like you just gotta really put <laughs> just lock energy it down forward. and don't move. Yeah, um, I'm gonna steal this question from Phil from when he interviewed Kyle. Uh, okay. Who has been a prop in the MLR who has been really challenging to scrum against? Who's somebody who really brings a lot to the the. That must have been Bozo because that oh, maybe that was Bozo. Sorry, <laughs> it was from, you. Somebody asked it in the Kyle interview, and I was like, "Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, a great yeah. question." Um, yeah, actually, a guy I've gone against straight from the U twenty Canada level, uh, Chance Wangluski. Yeah, he's, okay, a, yep. he's a very good scrummager. Um, I used to, well, yeah, I used to play tight head, and he was loose head always. Um, and we used to have a lot of good battles and going at it back and forth a lot. Um, I would say he was, yeah, he was always one guy who just seemed to kind of have my number almost he would i don't know what he would do and everything but he always seemed to be very a very difficult opponent um so he's definitely one of them um another one was uh another new york guy actually um tui loma i don't know if that's how you pronounce yeah. it the the big samoan fella yeah just uh yeah just a very big specimen and pretty yeah, good as well so he's a unit yeah <laughs> he did a lot in and out of the scrum for them yeah so Excellent. probably those, those two guys probably off the top of my head so nice yeah um now with, with the free jacks that we could see very easily probably we'll see all at all international or all international all canadian front row with uh fozzy quatrin yourself um, and then there's also um, Josh Regan. We have a lot of yeah, Canadians the in the type five. Entire type five, yeah. Um, so have uh, you guys have spent probably a lot of time packing down for Canada already? I would imagine. Like as you, there's other players too. Obviously, like the five of you are not the only pack players in Canada. But um, is that something? Do you feel like that gives you guys a little bit of a leg up coming into this season? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, you just already have that natural chemistry with each other, uh, especially in the front row. Um, there's a lot of time spent um, just doing like the micro skills with the binding and crouching and just being comfortable and balanced with each other. Um, so, yeah, I mean, definitely that that part there won't have to be developed. It's kind of already there, uh, which is a huge you know advantage for us. Just already having the uh, being familiar with each other and uh kind of being able to go into it that way so yeah that's definitely definitely huge yeah that's great and obviously i said all international which you, you guys are your international players but um also domestic in terms of roster requirements yeah, yeah. are, which is a huge you know tactical and strategic plus so really yeah. really an exciting thing as a fan 
Um, now, this question is about Andrew Quashran specifically. Is he? It's a two-parter. Is he as nice as he seems, and is he as difficult to tackle as he seems? Uh, yes, and yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, Q's a great guy. He's one of my. Uh, he's one of my best buddies. Um, yeah, just a salt of the earth guy. Um, give you give you a shirt off his back if you needed it. Um, and um, yeah, tackling him sucks. He I don't know how he does it. He's got the <laughs> lowest center of gravity for yeah. somebody who's six feet tall. Um, and yeah, he's a great ball carrier, so he can definitely he definitely has great body height. So yeah, he runs a lot like Hamish Watson, the Scott Scottish player, where his he keep to my eye like he's really good at staying square and just yeah. like moving down the pitch. You know, like yeah. you're really gonna have to not just win the contact, but then. Usually Stop one or his two drive. Guys need to be in there. Yeah, it needs yeah. to be more than one most times. So, <laughs> right. Um, all right. So, of all the the free jocks, as I'm calling them, are Canadian free jacks, or you can extend it to the larger Canadian team if somebody really pops out. A few like who's most likely or who are you going to pick questions. So, like most likely guy to get a speeding ticket. Who's who do you think um, got a lead foot? Out of the Canada guys. Yeah. Um, I was just down in Boston the other week. Actually, I'm gonna give that to Josh Larson. He zips around <laughs> in his uh, in his SUV, so he likes to fly around in that. There He's adopted to the uh, the Boston uh, driveway, yeah. is that yeah. right? Um, who is likely to stay out all night? Uh, Connor Keys. All right. Yeah. Who's gonna go to bed at nine? Who's like lights out? I'll see you guys. Which was always me on tour. I'm like, I'm going to bed. I'm tired. Yeah, me too. I played three rugby games today. Um, probably myself. Um, okay. Oh yeah. It, it kind of it's situational. I mean, sometimes. Sure. It all depends, really. Those are those are tough ones to answer because I mean, depends on the guy and kind of what happened that day and kind of what's going on. But it uh, it depends. But yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. Absolutely. Uh, who is the guy you'd ask to feed your dog while you're out of town? Who's Mr. Probably, Reliable? Probably Q. Yeah? Yeah. You know he's going to he's gonna be there for that yeah. dog. He's going to text you updates. If I ever need you know? a favor, you know, it's, he needs something, it's always, yeah, we're usually asking each other for him. Love it. Awesome. Well, that's, that's it for me. I really appreciate your time. I'm sure Phil has a couple last things before we get out yeah. of here. This has been really fun. Yeah, no. Uh, so one of the last things here is we always like to have our foreign players uh, give us your best Boston or American accent, if you can. <laughs> uh, is this going to get clipped? Am I going to regret doing no. this? No. <laughs> I, I, I used to no do one clips, has but yet. I just don't have the time. Jeez, uh, <laughs> um, I just do the old classic here. Um, Go for gotta it. Got to get my car out in the bar. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not very good at doing that. So, I would say it needs work, but it's not the worst we've heard on the show. Yeah, so I can certainly I go. I'm sure I'll develop a little one here in the next next couple Absolutely. years. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, maybe not by maybe not by choice. Yeah. <laughs> so the last thing that we'll have you do here, Cole, we appreciate your time as always. Um, the Storm Along One Word Association. So here it is once again. Product placement. Happy Holidays is out now, guys. Go grab yourself some Storm Along. Um, so I'm going to say one word or maybe two words. The first thing that pops in your mind, let us know what that word is. Okay. Okay. Canada. Maple syrup. 
Okay, so we're going to do a little contest. I guess that's two uh, words. I don't know if that counts or not. That's perfectly fine. Okay. It made me think of, uh, we, you know, we were talking a little bit of trash online about uh, USA maple syrup being better than Canada. I saw that so, actually on Twitter. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We like to stir the pod a little bit. We like to, <laughs> we like to talk a little shit around here. Um, well, me specifically. Uh, but, yeah, so the next one is uh, Halloween. Candy. Okay. Toronto. <laughs> Maple Leafs. All right. Free Jacks. Uh, home. Hell yeah. Love that. Next one is X-Files. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. No, I'm not sure. <laughs> That's a tough one. Sorry. No problem. The last one here is this show, Jack's Rangers. A great time. Hell yeah. Love yeah. that. Cole, we appreciate it, man. Thank you for coming on here. Um, you want to say anything to the the Rangers out there, the Free Jacks fans? Uh, no, just yeah, I'm just super excited to, to get down there and, and meet everybody. Um, you know, if you ever see me at games and stuff, don't be afraid to come up, say hey, and uh, love to love to meet all you guys. So it's been a, awesome. been a pleasure being on here, guys. I appreciate it. Appreciate you, man. So Absolutely. we're gonna say one word to get out of here in three, two, one. Huzzah! Huzzah! Woo! <laughs> Huzzah, Rangers! This is Phil Harris here at the Jacks Rangers Show. I'm joined with my boy Bozo, and we got a very special guest this time around. Coming from all the way, calling in from Australia, down under, we've got Connor Young. Connor, how the hell are you? I'm good. I'm good, boys. Um, it's an absolute pleasure to be here. And, uh, uh, there's a bomb ticking you. right now. You want to de- yeah. defuse that real quick? <laughs> it's my watch. No worries. I'll just go ahead and promote that this is a Storm Along unfiltered video uh, interview here. But this is not uh, unfiltered because Caitlin drank it all. So that's just a great little plug right there for the Happy Holidays is available out right now. It is a holiday spiced cider. It is absolutely delicious. And on the side of this thing, it has an un, um, it says unfiltered hard cider made with a blend of holiday spices, bursting with flavor. And I can absolutely agree. I'm not a big apple pie guy, but this tastes like an liquid apple pie. Apple pie. So it's really, really good. Um, Chris, I know that you've been on the production line of Storm Along. You can also yeah. attest to how good this thing is, right? It is the that's my personal favorite. It's only around in the fall. It's awesome. It sticks around into the winter and then kind of gets phased out in favor of other stuff it's awesome all right let's get back to connor real quick here connor where are you from um i'm from a coastal town in australia called yamba um grew up there pretty much most of my uh, adolescent life and then went to boarding school in brisbane uh australia uh and then moved to sydney when i finished school very good uh so obviously you know with you being from australia very young, early age, you know, getting into rugby, I'm sure. Um, how did you find rugby initially? Was it just, you know, because everybody else was playing it or you've got family connections with rugby? And also, when did you realize you wanted to be a professional? Uh, yes, yeah, so I think I started playing rugby when I was seven, I think, and played uh, from when I was seven, three years in the under 10s. Uh, kind of just played, when I was growing up, you play, I don't know, here, so I'd play everything. I'd play rugby league, played football, mm-hmm. like soccer cricket went down to the beach did nippers kind of just did everything and then kind of probably just grew more attached to rugby as something that i wanted to do and just Mm. continue playing 
That's awesome. And your continuation of playing has led you actually to Scotland, I believe, with the Southern mm. Knights, which I think they go by Melrose when they're not uh, playing in the Scottish Super uh, Six, which recently, um, I guess, has a partnership with Toronto. What did you mm. learn while playing in Scotland? Um, learned how to deal with the rain and the wet. <laughs> uh, every second yep. day would be wet or raining, um, which was For sure. Good. But uh, in terms of rugby, I suppose, the game's played a lot more kind of tightly and has been a front row forward. I probably learned a lot more around scrummaging, mauling than I did here kind of in Australia. So here when we played, we went the ball in and out, playing edge to edge, playing fast. And when I played across there for a few years, I definitely picked up a bit more of a skill set of that tighter kind of wet grinding type of game, which is good for a front row forward. For sure. It's it's a bit more physical, I believe, in the Southern yeah. Hemisphere for the most part. Um, and I think that's also fair to say in MLR. I mean, we hear from guys that are from, you know, the Southern Hemisphere and they say that uh, MLR is a bit more physical than like the NPC. Um, whereas, you know, down there in New Zealand, they like to play a little bit more technical rugby. But up here it's a bit more physical, at least for right now. Um, mm -hmm. Describe your uh, playing style of rugby. How would you describe yourself? Um like to think I'm a little bit agile and fast as all props do, but I'm probably not. <laughs> um, That's fair. Uh, probably, yeah. Like, uh, no, I'd like to say that I have quite a strong scrumming game. You know, something that I always look to look to uh, build on and uh, get better at. But over the years, something I've really worked hard at to try and, I suppose, somewhat master and get better at. But I'd say around my scrumming is probably one of my strong suits. And maybe just having like a good knowledge for the game. So I've been playing it for so long. And have played it in various parts of the world and kind of learned a lot about the game. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, I, you played in the uh, local competition down, down there in New South Wales uh, with a team and also in Scotland. So um, how did signing with the Free Jacks come about? Yeah, um, I've actually been in contact with um, TK for the last few years. And really? I almost kind of did sign um, just as COVID came about. I, it's when I was playing in the UK and I was going to come straight from the UK, potentially maybe going, but just didn't kind of work out and COVID mm -hmm. hit. And I was speaking to TK last year as well about potentially coming across, but just didn't quite, quite fit with my work and that. And this year it's kind of fallen into place and been out to happen, which is good. We were talking before we went live here about just the, the pull of uh, MLR in terms of, you know, foreigners coming over and just in experiencing the United States. Have you ever been over to the States? And if so, what was your experience like? Um, I've only been to Seattle briefly because I was in um, Toronto. I played 20s for Canada and was living in okay. kind of Toronto and living on Vancouver Island. And I went down for a day, but that was about as far as I've been. Haven't really been into the States really apart from a day in Seattle. Very good. You're going to love it here, I think. It, you know, New England is very cold. I don't think you guys, well, obviously you with you being um, having Canadian heritage, uh, you might be prepared for it, but uh, it gets pretty brutal around January, mm. February. I got to tell you, Connor, um, bring some warm clothes, will you? Um, yeah, I'll definitely, <laughs> definitely have those packed and ready. Good, good. Um, so you've known TK for a while. You've got you've had conversations with him, almost came over during the COVID year. Uh, what's your conversations been like with Scott Matthew, the head coach? Yeah, been great. I've um, spoken to Scott a few times, obviously, before I signed and after I signed and kind of love what he's trying to build and like where he's going to go with the, with the team and build from last year. Obviously, we had a quite a successful year in the semi-final and really mm -hmm. hoping to come across and build on that and go one better into the final and even hopefully win it.
Hell yeah, that's that's the goal. You know, we haven't put out any predictions or anything like that. It's way too early for that. But uh, I think the hope for Free Jacks fans is to, to win that semifinal game and get to the finals because then mm. it's just kind of like a coin flip to see what happens uh, there at the final. Might lift the trophy or the shield rather at the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, October is spooky season up here in uh, North America. So it got me thinking about, you know, I was wondering if uh, the Halloween traditions of costume and trick-or-treating, it was a thing down there in Australia. It's not really in New Zealand. We had Terrell Pita on two nights ago, mm-hmm. and I got kind of mixed reports online. Did you ever dress up for Halloween, and have you ever gone trick-or-treating? I think I went trick-or-treating once or twice. Okay, how'd it go? Different, different, I'd say, areas or suburbs kind of do do it. You go to some places and areas, or they won't do it at all. Then certain places, they do kind of have like a, kit, a jar out the front with lollies and chocolate and such for kids. But the kids don't really dress up. We just used to walk around oh, no and ask for chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> a candy day. Yeah, just yeah, candy just, day, huh? Yeah, literally, you just go around knock on the door, and some people they just go into their pantry and look and say, "Had anything?" If they did, they give you a handful. Hilarious. The worst is people that give you like toothbrushes and toothpaste. Those yeah. people, ugh. Yeah, ugh, or they disgusting. give you fruit. I remember some once or twice there'd be some people who just give you like a banana or an apple. Yeah, so lame. Uh, you don't want that yeah. as a kid. No way. Nah. Uh, that kind of leads me into my next question: Your favorite and least favorite candy? What would you say that is? Oh, favorite. Um, I like like a here in shape like a sour frog, like it's a red like a red flavor. Then it's like sour, and it's called like a sour frog. Probably mm, have to okay. be my favorite. Okay, uh, least favorite have to be. Have you seen like the pineapples? I don't know if you mm. guys have like a here in Australia, you get like a pineapple. It's like shaped like a pineapple and kind of like okay. tastes like a pineapple. I'm not a fan of those. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> sounds like those old grandmother candies. You yeah, have those yeah, strawberry yeah. ones. Candy, yeah. Sounds like yeah. something like that, just the Australian version. I actually yeah. used to like those strawberry wrapper ones. Those were actually not bad at all. Um, favorite scary movie? Um, favorite scary movie. Um, I do enjoy all the scary movies, even though they're maybe not the scariest, but they are uh, an entertaining kind of movie. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what, like Paranormal Activity is a scary movie and a lot of people kind of like don't like it and just like they, mm. they, they hate that style. They think it's too cheap or whatever, low production. But man, it's cerebral for sure. I yeah, enjoy it definitely gets on the, uh, on the edge of your seat when you're watching it. For sure. Absolutely. Uh, Bozo, did we talk? Uh, I don't think we discussed this with you. Do you have a scary favorite scary movie? Yeah, I mentioned it. Uh, I like Saw, the original oh, Saw Oh, that's right. Movie. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, but I went over it real quick. I was like, I don't know. It was intriguing to me and it did kind of scare me a little bit when it came out. I mean, I'm not, when I watch scary movies, I just, I don't, I'm not like, I know it's not real. So I'm like, I'm not scared. Got it. You know okay. I mean? So it's like, <laughs> but I just like the cool storylines. Like, I don't know. The guy yeah, messing sure. with everybody was, was pretty, I dug it. I like the concept. I don't know uh, if it's a movie, but I've been watching that Jeff Dahmer documentary series. Oh, yeah. Yep. I'm yeah. hearing a lot of good things about that. Yeah, it's, it's really very intense. Very, yeah. yeah, very yeah. intense. I'm in, I'm in on that. I haven't finished it yet either, but yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah I agree. Very I, intense. It's strange. You're yeah. like, oh, man. Yeah, it's a bit eerie sometimes when you're watching it. You're like, oh. Yeah. My girlfriend loves those true crime things, man. She She watches all of that stuff. Which I don't necessarily yeah. mind it, but it's pretty wild. Like for whatever reason, girls are really into that sort of stuff. Yeah, my uh, missus, my missus is into it as well. She loves all that true crime. Very good, very yeah. good. Uh, which horror villain would you rather tackle? Uh, Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, or Freddy Krueger? Uh, 
give Freddy Krueger a go. That, my answer is the same. I think he's the shortest one, easiest yeah. probably to tackle. You know, the other guys, you know, Jason is a pretty stout guy. Yeah, and Michael okay. Myers is super tall, you know. Um, but uh, did you just worried that? about a Jason? Uh, wait, is Jason the one with the no? We said Kruger, right? Freddy Kruger, yeah, he yeah, is Freddy like the, the he's a, yeah, but he, he, might, he throws that stiff arm, yeah. you know, if he tries yeah, to take a hand off, be a problem, yeah, it's yeah. gonna be a problem for sure. Um, I with that, I'm gonna go ahead and turn it over to our boy Bozo here. Appreciate your time, Connor. What's going on, Connor? Did you talk to TK at all about the New England fan experience? I don't know what your experiences have been. I know you you played professionally before in Scotland and stuff. Uh, you know, but like, have you heard about have you heard about us, the New England fans, basically? Not overly, I'd say. All of hers, TK kind of mentioned very passionate. You know, love the team, very involved mm -hmm. in the team. Um, but as far as that, not really too much. Yeah, no pressure. We're just the best fans in the league. Um, <laughs> <That's true. laughs> no, but it is. It's a good. It's a good environment. We really get behind the team. Uh, interested to see your, your reaction later on in, in 2023 because we're we're a good bunch. So mm -hmm. look look for look to section five for inspiration. Second You'll see a few familiar faces. That's the rowdy and boys then, there, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then um, kind of bouncing around here, you had mentioned about how you learned different kind of skill sets from playing in different areas of the world um if you could be any other position other than prop though like have any body type and and like the physical capabilities to play that position where would it be well don't know i've always kind of fancied myself maybe a bit of a fly half with a bit of skills but <laughs> if that's yeah. don't really think i have the speed or the uh maybe the fitness to do that but i've always thought in another life that could potentially be an option i've always said that i'm when I'm maybe retired or a bit older and I'm kind of at the end of the career hanging the boots off, wouldn't mind playing a year of a lower grade and playing a bit of fly half. Just get out that there with the sick. old boys and fly half it yeah. up. Who cares? Hell yeah. 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 Get a rip in the pitch. That'd be awesome. I love yeah. the ambition. I love the ambition there. <laughs> um, no, I'm not sure if we'll be successful or not, but. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. It's just all about yeah. having fun, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't actually have this one prepared, but, um, you know, in, in New England, we have another prop, and he has a big flowing mullet, Kyle the Eagle Sakara. But I noticed that you have a magnificent red beard. Are you going to cultivate that? That could take on a life of its own with the fans. It's true. Yeah, Just letting you know in case you ever want to shave it. No, nah, I probably wouldn't shave it off. Um, I've looked too young when I've shaved it off, I get told. Everyone thinks I'll hold it with it. And when I sh I've shaved it off a couple times, everyone's like, I look, look too young. But. Yeah. Um, the beard will probably definitely stay. I think it might help me in the uh, water, the colder months. It's true. Sure will. It sure will. Well, I just like I said, it, these are the things that our fan our fan base gets attached to, so they might they might hone <laughs> in on that. And just just a prediction from me. Um, kind of a, kind of a funny question for this one. Uh, so obviously, when you when you move here to the states, you'll probably be in a house with other players. Is there anything that you know about yourself that annoys other roommates? Like any kind of like habits where they're like, man, that's that guy. Um, probably something my roommate says a bit now is I'm very routine oriented, and if like I don't follow my routine that I do every day and before, I can it uh, again annoy me a little bit. So maybe just being very routine oriented. Okay. All right. So have some Snickers on standby for him. He's not yeah. him when he's <laughs> at his routine. All right. Check. And then on the reverse, what do roommates do that annoy you the most? What do they do? Um, that's a good question. I'm trying to think what my roommate annoys me about. 
Um, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to sell you out here. If this is sensitive information, <laughs> oh, no. we can hold no, on. I'm, yeah. I'm just thinking with him. There's just so many things left. Uh, my current yeah. roommate. Um, uh, uh, probably just one thing which I find is like we have a dishwasher, but like he'll cook and leave things there, and dishwasher's fully full and doesn't put him in until like a day or so later. Yeah, and, like, it's all empty, and he, and he can just put it in straight away. It's probably the one thing I can think of. Yeah, I used to have a roommate that would leave Burger King or other like fast food in the refrigerator and it would be there for over a day and I would throw it out because it was disgusting. And then he'd be like, yeah. hey, did you throw away my chicken nuggets? It's like, yeah, I did. Sorry, man. Like, you know, it's kind of use it or lose it. Exactly. Um, all right. And so a couple, uh, I'll just, I guess this is my final question. It's it's the most controversial question. Uh, so I hope it doesn't catch you too off guard. Mm. Do you know what candy corn is? No. All right. I guess we're out. We're out. No. So candy corn, those, <laughs> they're the little, they're the little like corn things. They're yellow, uh, white, and orange. They they hand them out at Halloween. For people like me, it is God's gift to man. I love these candies. Oh. But to other people, people, they're really like the yeah, abomination. So, yeah. Is it like actual corn? Is it flavored like it just corn looks just like corn? That? No. Oh. It's got a, like a waxy type of texture to it, and it doesn't really taste like anything, huh, Chris? It's kind of yeah. Just I don't. If if you had to if you had to ask me what candy corn tastes like, I would say candy corn. It's its own yeah. unique, <laughs> own unique very, taste. Yeah. yeah, like I'll bake it in cookies. Like I love that stuff. Oh, and it has like a, it. yeah, and it's like it's weird too because it's like uh, Twinkies where they kind of like don't go bad. It's very strange, yeah. and so it freaks people out. But I just want to—if you don't know what it is—that's a bummer. But that's okay. That I'll was my to, most controversial. I'll have, thing. <laughs> I'll have to try it as soon as I come across. Watch, he's gonna hate it. He's gonna be like, "What?" The? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually a great idea. Once we get some of these players in here, we should uh, have uh, the media team see if they can just film them eating some uh, certain things that are controversial here in the uh, the states and see how they react to it. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Again, giving them ideas, you know, look at us, our little show. The um, only thing I'll say about candy corn is it's not like, um, they did like this, this thing with the team where the, the team, different, uh, sub teams within the team had to eat like a Vegemite on bread. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. was nasty. Like if you don't like it, it's not one of those foods where yeah. you're, you're going to not like it, but you're just going to be like, but you're not going to be like all pucker faced and just destroyed like Vegemite. Like you'll be all right. You want to ask your random question since we're only 17 minutes in here, Boza? That was my that was my random question. Oh, yeah, okay. It was the most controversial. Uh, okay. I just skipped, I just skipped right to the, my last one. Actually, since since that one was a dud, I'll go with another one. So you're dual Canadian and Australian citizen, uh, right? We read that on the on the write up. Yeah. Any thought any thoughts on the Queen? Or are you like nah? Oh no, I got a day off for it. We had a, we, like a morning day you know what's awesome is uh we get a day off for that every year when we uh, ejected the royal family it's called uh fourth of july over here that's true <laughs> yeah or independence day yeah. i prefer that a, d a day every year would be even better than just a one-off yeah. yeah cool r.i.p to the queen no disrespect but i just throwing it out there see if anybody yeah that's all i got man thanks thanks for answering the questions i know some of them are a little funky i hope i don't cause any friction between you and the roommate no. hopefully he's not a huge fan of the show you know <laughs> All right, uh, let's move over to um, – we got two final things before we get you out of here, Connor. Uh, I'm going to ask you to give us your best Boston or general American accent. Can you muster anything prior to getting here? Just trying to think. I don't know how to do it. Even 
best American accent. Uh, what's a what's a typical American thing kind of say? I'm trying to think. So the typical phrase that usually people go with with Boston is, um, so I'm from New Hampshire. It's north of Boston. And we're actually in, in the country. This is an interesting fact if people don't know. We actually, uh, people will come from all over the world to our state because we speak closest to um, actual American English and an accent. Like they say we're neutral. But the, yeah. the phrase is, so it would be park your car in the Harvard yard. So that's how I would say it. But a person from Boston would be like, "Paki can have it yad." Like, kid, kid is like, kid is like, kid. kid. Like, my name is my name is Chris. My cousins call me Christopher. They're like, you know, like that's <laughs> like that's my best talk on it. Yeah, there's no such thing as an er. It becomes an ah. Yes, ah. Yeah. Um, Paki ha yad bar, something like that. Work on it. Work on it. I'll tell you it's what, not bad. We'll <laughs> have you back on in a couple of months after you've been here for a while. And <laughs> the homework assignment. <laughs> yeah, Speaking homework assignment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So well, the last point five out of ten. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's a start. That's a start. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Room to improve, as we would say. Yeah. Um. So let's uh, do the final thing here. It is the storm along one word association here. So I'm going to say one word or maybe two words. Connor, the first thing that pops in your mind, one word. Let me know what it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So the first one is Australia. Uh, beach. Okay. Halloween. Candy. Boston. Uh, America. Hell yeah. Um, Scotland. Uh, cold. <laughs> Free Jacks. Uh, New England. Yes. Final one is rugby. Uh, physical. Hell yeah. Love that answer there. Um, wow, that was sharp. You went through that. It was. That. Yeah. Wow. He just, he just rolled right through it. No response Yeah. 9.4 out of 10 for the response time. I agree. That's a nine. That was really good, man. I appreciate you coming on here. Um, any words out there for the Rangers, the Free Jacks fans? Anything you want to say to them since you've been signed on for 2023? Uh, super keen to come across and start ripping and win some footy games. Hell yeah. Hell Love that answer. Can't, can't wait to get across there. Yeah, we're looking forward to having you. We'll have to have you on here at some point, maybe mid-season, to tell us how it's going, and uh, we'll kind of go from there. But I appreciate your time. You've been very generous. We say one word to get out of here, Connor. It's huzzah. And we're going to say that together in three, two, one. Huzzah! Huzzah! All right, Rangers, that about wraps her up for this episode. Really appreciate you riding along with us, as always, here in the offseason with the Jacks Rangers show. Looking forward to the month of November because it's just one step closer to the preseason for our Free Jacks. Expect at least one episode in the month of November with some new faces being interviewed as introductory interviews for the Free Jacks. Send us an email at jacksrangershow at gmail.com. Interact with us on social media as you continue to do. We appreciate everybody that helps us out with engagement online head on over to jacksrangers.com forward slash store to check out the merchandise all that stuff is still available for purchase guys we got the holiday season coming up so you know if you want to give the ranger in your life out there some free jacks related merchandise uh, make sure you check us out at, at jacksrangers.com forward slash store to do that make sure you're subscribed on youtube because all of our audio podcasts also have a video component as well and make sure you're 
you're checking, being on the lookout for our live streams that we do, all of these latest podcast recording interviews that we do, we do them live at a previous date, a live stream out there on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. And with that being said, we're going to wrap her up. Appreciate everybody listening to the Jack Stranger Show and continuing to support us as we storm right along here in the offseason. Go free, Jacks. Saddle up. Let's ride. Huzzah!